and welcome to Triple O Talks. I am the customer care manager, Liz Hill, and for our latest episode, we are talking to GP Dr. Samir Patel about his experience relocating to New Zealand. Welcome, Samir, and thank you for joining us. Thank you, Liz. It's a good to join you. Um, so you've only recently arrived in New Zealand. Yes. Um, ooh, I guess it must be four weeks. Uh, I've been I've been around for yeah four weeks now. Okay. And you went through the the quarantine experience of arriving in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Sure did. Yep. And yep. it was uh, it was good. It's very yep. well. It's just very well. Um, you know, um, they, they do take care of you, and they're extremely friendly about how they go about things. And yeah, no no complaints about uh, all of that. To be honest. No, brilliant. So, um, what made you want to move to New Zealand? Um, yeah, I guess it was just the intrigue of, um, you know, working overseas. I haven't done that before in any official capacity, uh, uh, New Zealand in particular, because I, I, I'd visited, um, you know, not, not uh, to work, but, visit, but I had visited twice before. Um, I have some really close friends here. So I guess it was a mixture of the intrigue of what it looks like to work in New Zealand as a GP. Um, obviously enjoy the lifestyle, the famed mm-hmm. lifestyle. And, um, uh, I guess a big deal for me was to be close to my close friends here and just see if um, if this might be a bridge if everything worked for a potential future move. I don't know at the moment, but it's, it was just an experiment. And you've got experience in both GP and urgent care? Yes, yeah, urgent care and urgent care GP, yeah. Okay, no, that's fine. What would you say the most daunting aspect was for relocating? Yeah, I think it's the unknowns, Abe. Eh? Just um, you know, like I say, working overseas for the first time, and uh, the, the the total unknown unknowns of what that could look like, and you know, would it be a good fit for me? Would I be good enough to work in a in a completely new system? Um, that's that's probably some of the the, the, the daunting side of it. But uh, of course, the other is is you know, leaving behind uh, everything you've known for the mm. last fifteen years and uh, yeah. friends and family and this sort of thing. Yeah. No, definitely, definitely. Um, and how were you supported through the registration process? So the the process to get your medical council registration in New Zealand. Yeah. So no, incredibly well. I, I you know, by my by my own admission, I I'd say I'm a, I wasn't the easiest, uh, almost straightforward sort of um, registration. I have a. Uh, Quite a complex work history as a part-time UK sort of G- GP locum with um, interests outside of medicine, traveling, voluntary work overseas, t- uh, sort of thing. So just just complex in terms of um, gathering evidence and gathering documentation and explaining things. And um, I must say that uh, my uh, agent, uh, my triple O agent, Catherine, was in- just impeccable. Just absolutely took it in her stride. And I think there was a lot of um, learning uh, for both of us, really, for me about the whole process of registration moving to New Zealand and for her just dealing with a tricky customer like myself, you know. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, sure you went tricky. No, no, she wouldn't say that. But but I, I, I know all too well um, just how complex um, my particular situation was just purely because of how I work. Um, in the UK, and uh, yeah, I think I think what really did strike me is that though though she may not have encountered something like that before, she really sort of put in the extra effort and the time, and it, I never felt like a burden, you know. So um, that that says a lot because I actually had been um, given short shrift, as it were, by a couple of uh, other agencies before yourself. So it was just a complete um, complete redemption of that whole process coming um, you know coming on board with you guys. So I'm, I am I'm really thankful for for all her efforts and and, and you guys as a team. 
that's lovely to hear. Did you find that was a lot of paperwork for the for registration, say in comparison to the GMC? Uh, yeah, well, yes, it's, it, I suppose there was a little, it wasn't so much the volume of the paperwork. It was just trying to figure out the route, uh, the particular route of registration for myself with the, um, having to sort of give evidence of the hours, number of hours I've done in the UK and, and, you know, times away from uh, periods of time away from the UK traveling and doing other stuff. Um, so it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily the volume of paperwork to complete. It was more just understanding the. The, the, the visa and immigration stuff uh, that was peculiar to my case. It was understanding, um, you know, just explaining to the medical council um, that I, you know, that I was fully, um, I don't know what the word would be, that I, was, I, I did have the, you know, all the prerequisites. It's just, mm -hmm. it's, it, I, th I guess the complexity in it was in how to present that yeah. uh, in a way that's understandable. Um, mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, that was a learning, uh, definitely a learning curve. And I, I mean, I don't know that, you you know, as an agency, if you ever encounter somebody who, who works with the, in the particular style that I do in the UK, I think, um, you know, it, I, I have no um, doubt whatsoever that um, it would be easier for the next person just because, uh, you know, I think that was one of the, the key things with Triple O is that there was a continuous dialogue. There was a regular dialogue and that really helped. Yeah. And... Talking about immigration, because that's also new with um, COVID and our visas and immigration and, and things like that, is that there's a new process um, to obtain a visa, being an yeah. essential worker. Was that was that okay? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think, um, you know, if you have the right, um, I suppose, what what's the word for that? If you have, if you have everything, the prerequisites and you can mm -hmm. prove um, it, it is a very straightforward process. I've, I've, um, you know, I've, I've traveled quite a lot and, and you don't, you don't often find, um, such a friendly experience and, and such a, um, a welcoming sort of atmosphere, even, even in strange times. So yes. Okay. You know, the, the actual pathways may be slightly different because of, um, uh, the protections that need to be in place at the borders, um, and for allowing people in. But, uh, as I say, if you have the right, um, if you have everything and you can prove it, um, people do generally try to help. And you guys, of course, uh, facilitated that, but so did immigration. And, uh, mm. yeah, so I, I managed to come in on a critical worker or essential worker visa. Um, and it was fairly smooth sailing in my particular case. So, um, I don't know if that's, that's the norm, but I, I was very grateful for that. No, that's fine. Did you have any misconceptions about the whole process? Uh, about the registration process and uh, coming in? Mm. Well, yes. I mean, I had very little hope left um, because I thought in my dealings with the, or at least the initial conversations with these uh, other couple of agencies uh, in New Zealand that, um, you know, that it wasn't going to happen or that um, I wouldn't sort of qualify because of, as I say, the the peculiarities of my um, being in and out of uh, UK practice, um, not in an unsafe way, but just in a way that that wasn't perhaps what uh, practices here would were used to seeing or agencies were used to seeing. Um, I think that misconception I had about that was that um, there was no chance or no hope especially in a time like this during COVID. So, mm. uh, I mean, I, you know, to compound uh, that, Liz, I think the, the idea or the whole, the whole uh, truth that I was dead set on working in, in a particular geography for only six months and, um, and, and having all these sort of particulars, 
um, meant that though there may have been jobs available in other parts of the country or for longer periods of time, I wasn't comfortable or prepared to, um, you know, make a leap to working uh, for a year Im immediately. I, mm. I wanted I wanted to sort of come in gently and just explore this. So um, saying all that, the misconception I had was that, okay, that was it. It was dead in the water um, until, of course, I, you know, um, uh, I was I was sort of um, going through the process with Triple O. Uh, that, that's where it changed. Uh, you know, it changed because... Um, Catherine did, you know, stuck right at it, and and um, probably had more more hope than I did at at, at one point, and 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 managed to find me something that that really fit the bill, you know. Yeah. So, um, I, yeah, I think the misconception there was that it wouldn't happen, but um, with a lot of effort on your part, uh, it did happen. So that's a that's a great ending to that story. Yeah, and as you said, you you know, your potential end goal is to stay in New Zealand or to come back to New Zealand. Um, yeah. And so you're, this is what you're doing. You're looking at six months and potentially going home um, to return or to, to to stay. Have you? It's yeah. It's it's either or. It's it's, it's one of those two scenarios. Uh, it's mm -hmm. a bit too early to say at the moment um, because I'm still sort of getting used to the system and um, and all this um, sort of stuff. Um, but yes, I, I imagine hopefully one of those two scenarios, uh, if everything continues and and, and fits well. Um, I know. I, I mean, I do feel confident that. Um, and, and it's a real, actually, it's a real load of of my mind that I can, uh, I may have the uh, flexibility to go down one of those two routes um, closer to the time, um, you know, either leaving and then coming back to do another stint at another time at another place, possibly, uh, or to carry on in the same job or, you know, the, the possibilities are there. So it's, it's a bit early to say, but uh, I feel, I feel comfortable. I feel like I'm in good hands uh, to have those conversations going forward. Mm -hmm. Yep. No, brilliant. And what would you say to other GPs who are considering it making the move to New Zealand? Uh, yeah, I wish I could say that it's worth it, but it's just a bit too soon to be mm. make an accurate assessment of it. I would say, of course, I mean, what's not to like about being here in the summertime, especially? Um, what would I say to other GPs? I'd say, you know, um, that there are a variety of possibilities um, in terms of um, work, if, if you're flexible, I was perhaps less flexible than most. Um, but you know, there is there is a lot available, and uh, indeed, I was actually shown a lot of job offers um, during the process. Um, so it's not as difficult as uh, one may one might um, assume, especially with the right agency and uh, you know somebody who's is really focused on on getting you to your your goal. You know, mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I suppose the other thing is. Um, uh, just to, to think ahead and, you know, uh, learn from my mistakes and, and um, get some of these um, important life admin type things uh, started before you leave the UK or wherever you're coming from. Um, things like getting a bank account and registered with the, with the tax office and um, accommodation. Accommodation is a big thing in New Zealand, um, especially to the un uninitiated. It can be quite a shock to the system to not have a place to stay or to not um, have done a bit, at least a bit of research because um, I think, if I'm honest, that's probably the thing I found the most, uh, the trickiest to navigate, navigate since getting here is uh, finding um, accommodation or options for accommodation because the, the housing market in New Zealand is quite difficult, certainly more difficult than other places I've lived. Uh, mm. So it's not impossible, but I guess I'm saying um, starting that process early and thinking ahead before, even before entering the country um, can be really helpful. Um, so yeah, that's probably all I would say to that. 
Nope, that's all good. And as we were talking about before, is that we're hoping to talk to you again, um, just to see how your journey um, unfolds um, while you're here for six months so that we can um, feed that back to other GPs. But um, is there anything else you'd like to, to comment on? Uh, well, no, not, not, not particularly. It's just good to have a chance to almost debrief and, and give feedback on the process because I am quite new uh, to this and it's um, I've only been here a short time, but um, it feels like a really good time to just reflect on the whole journey getting over here. And um, I see this as part of that part of that uh, process, just to, to give feedback and to, yeah, just to say thank you to you guys for everything you've done. Uh, you know, I, it certainly wouldn't wouldn't have happened, would it? Um, without without your involvement so yeah i'd just say thank you for all that you've done for me it's it's been a very very smooth process it's just been easy just easy open doors throughout and i, and I hope that that would be the case for everybody that uh, has their heart set and working here no, that's fine, um, Dr. Patel, and I know on Catherine's behalf that she um, it was a pleasure working with you as well, and, and um, we will definitely keep in touch and um, see how you're settling in, and hopefully we'll talk again. Absolutely, absolutely. Great. Good talking to you, Liz. <laughs>